This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95 FM, Plus95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. Even if you're chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Thank you for everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram Live, on TikTok, on YouTube and everything else. And I have a great show in store for you today. Wellness industry specialist Zara Zaksuk is in the building today discussing movement, breathing, mindfulness and the connection between mind and muscle. Now with her background in Pilates, I've actually known Sarah for a while now and I was studying her very carefully and actually I wanted to bring her on the show a while ago but I'm so happy we got a chance to make it today because I was intrigued on how she's remained so strong at a time where health and fitness is magnified around the world. Her methodology to teach, express and write was a must for the halftime show as she applies all her learnings daily on herself. So that's the one thing we're going to have on the show today. So you have to stay tuned for that. I also have to give a fat happy birthday message to Louise who was dancing on front of her grade one students today and her friend happened to catch it on camera and send it through. So hey, listen, Louise, happy, happy birthday and AJ as well Regal Happy happy birthday Stay tuned for more guys Playing a little bit of Maz Mars You know how I like that Man Mohim's coming up Right after this Enjoy This is the Halftime Show With Omar Adouri On This is the Halftime Show With Omar Adouri On Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. I am your host, coming everything sport, international, local. Thank you, Sama, for the amazing beats. She always plays the best beats in town, and she's here rocking it as usual. Shout out to Maria as well, who's on her way to Pakistan tomorrow to play an international tournament uh, for the national team. So shout out Maria for all your support and love, and uh, we'll miss you very, very much. Okay, right on the show today. Uh, Zara Zekzuk is on the show. Really interesting uh, to have her here. I've been uh, following her progress for a while. She does a lot of great things, but also the way she looks at the human anatomy is quite fascinating. Zara, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Come closer. There you go. You now we're me? talking. Yeah, I can hear you now <laughs> nice and clear. Just hear my voice and that's not good. Um, Zara, you do a lot of great things. Uh, I'm really glad that you're here in uh, the studio today with me in Pilates you promote a type of breathing called 3D breathing patterns what's fascinating about this is it helps promote breathing in all directions anterior posterior in the ribcage tell me more about that so in Pilates it's a 3D um, breath pattern mm-hmm. essentially you want to breathe into the lungs in the best way possible yeah. so we have this kind of shallow breath naturally where we sort of just breathe into the top of the chest shallow breathing it can sort of create uh, sort of an anxious disposition because you're not getting a full enough breath. So 3D breathing, you're thinking about a full inhalation into the posterior lateral, the full capacity of your lungs. So you really get that breath in. When you exhale through pursed lips, you kind of release any stress or tension on the body. So it's really important to kind of practice and 
become one with a, a certain breath pattern that works for you. Mm, absolutely. And as as obvious and as simple as it sounds, it's a lot of complications and intricacies in breathing. Oh, yeah. How come it's so easy to kind of just overlook that and focus on other things rather than the fundamentals? Of breathing, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have a lot of clients who come to me who are saying, like, I do a lot of fitness, I do a lot of sport, um, I don't know how to breathe properly. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so considering you're, you know, working hard at the gym and you're doing all these classes, how is it that you can't breathe, you know, functionally breathe? Mm. So we take it down a level, we start very slow and we're kind of like, okay, just listen to your natural breath. How mm. do you breathe now? And how can we promote that in a better way to facilitate your mind-body connection, your engagement with your muscles, just to make your not even exercise more efficient, just your daily life more efficient, you mm. know? Mm. Um, and it's it's just the basics we go back to. Mm. And it's interesting you say mind and body because a lot of the times we try to focus on mind and body, but it's kind of hard to do both at the same time. Tell me about that connection between muscle and mind. Muscle and mind connection. I mean, you've got the sort of mind, body, soul aspect of mm. uh, your sort of Zen, you know, Zen vibe, if you like. Yeah. It's kind of, it's overused. It's not really thought of in the specific way that I like to in Pilates where you think of neuromuscular connection so you're literally thinking brain body connection brain muscle muscle connection so mm -hmm. we focus on using your sort of your natural sensibilities your focus to focus your muscles into doing very specific movement patterns not in just moving but holding specific movement patterns so it's all integrated if you think that you can go into a Pilates class and just wing it Maybe you can, but you're not going to be doing very well and you're also not going to be benefiting from it in the way that you should be. Mm. And it's almost like you have to detach yourself when you're stepping into a Pilates class because it's often overlooked. I spoke to someone earlier, mm. uh, shout out to Cam, who trains with me uh, at the gym and he was saying, you know, he wanted to know more about Pilates because in a lot of people's minds, Pilates and yoga is very similar. Right. But it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> so tell us, what, <laughs> tell us what, what's the difference between yoga and Pilates and in what fashion that is the difference. I mean, I'm all for yoga. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a yogi naturally. Yeah. Not the most flexible person. So someone will say to me, oh, you do Pilates, so you must be very flexible. You must be good at yoga. And I'm like, but they're very different disciplines. So yeah. you go into them with a different mindset, with a different objective. Um, Pilates is, again, we said the neuromuscular connection. It's very, it's disciplined. Mm -hmm. It's, um, you're looking at doing very specific movement patterns. You're looking at your core yeah. control, abdominals. Abdominals come into every single thing. It's kind of the core stability aspect. From there, you then do your your additional movement patterns based on a structure an integrity within your body that you can sustain throughout these movement patterns mm. once you once you establish that that sort of structural integrity in your body you're then better able to move from there without that sort of base you're going to find it very hard to to complete a sequence mm. so it's kind of again stripping it back and finding the basics and seeing how your body works with that in order to then create stronger movement patterns. Mm, absolutely. And it's almost like you're getting to know your body and how it functions when it comes to breathing before even performing, like you said, everyday mm. life. What's the difference between the regular breathing and the 3D breathing? I mean, regular breathing, I forget now because I think about my breathing or, or I've learned to um, sustain it in a better way, more efficient way. So 3D breathing really will be at the mat and you can either be um, lying down where you kind of get a bit of proprioception into the mat. So your, your lungs will feel the, the mat. And so when you inhale, your, what's the tendency is to breathe into the front of your ribcage. Everyone just sees the front of the ribcage expand when actually your back of the ribcage should also be expanding. So you kind of have your hands on your chest almost to stop it 
stop your rib cage reaching forward mm -hmm. and let it go back. Mm -hmm. Feel it into the mat. Feel that kind of you know engagement with your surroundings, and you become more aware of how your body moves and how it responds to different stimuli around you. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, we're just getting warm. I told you guys it was going to be good. Sarah is here uh, for for the rest of the show. Hopefully, keeping us locked in on a lot of things regarding breathing. But coming up next, we're talking about hormones. Now, not just hormones, but what we can do to help stimulate those hormones. On the only place to be at three, the half. Time show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes! Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. Happy birthday to Louise and AJ today. It's your birthday, so we thought I'd give you a big, lovely shout-out on the radio. Always nice to hear your name on radio. Uh, shout-out to you guys. And we have uh, Sarah Zakzuk in the building today talking to us about all sorts of good stuff when it comes down to breathing, when it comes down to hormones. Now, hormones has been discussed a lot lately, and a lot of people are actually giving it more attention. Uh, Sarah, there, there is a lot happening in the world right now. How do we hack into your happy hormones? That's the first question. Well, I wrote a blog um, probably in the middle of lockdown, I think, when uh, we were all going through crazy sort of change and not really knowing what's going on in the world. So I think, myself included, a lot of us were at the mercy of our hormones and not really, I'll talk personally, having that much control over how I felt, how I thought I felt, what I thought was going on. So it was important to think about gaining a little bit more control, sort of reining in a little bit and understanding being at peace with how you feel, but also trying to flip the switch a little bit. So mm. working into hacking your hormones, into thinking about ways of lifting you up. Maybe your hormones are, you know, playing up and you're feeling a little bit low. You're feeling a little bit anxious. So I don't know. I was looking at things like what is it that brings our happy hormones into play? It mm. can be things like foods. It can be things like music. We all know that exercise is an amazing way to release endorphins to bring our mood levels up and to increase sort of our just our happy feeling you know yeah um but sometimes it's not that simple to say oh just go and do some exercise you know some people are like yeah but it's going to take a bit more than that yeah um it's also understanding the situational aspect of it do you need a hug maybe you know in these circumstances hugging is no longer allowed or no longer not allowed but you know what i mean socially acceptable to be hugging each other and it's sort of if you're living alone, that's another aspect of it, you know. So it's understanding the different hormones at play and how we how we play with them to create a little bit of consistency with how we are day to day. Yeah, really interesting. When it comes down to hormones, obviously, I'm going to throw some your way and I want you to tell me how we can lift those. So, for example, dopamine, what what is that responsible for hormone-wise? So dopamine's kind of more like your, uh, your motivator, sort mm -hmm. of like your motivator hormone. So you'd be looking at finding motivation and um, you'd be looking maybe at different food sources um, to, to build up your dopamine levels to mm -hmm. kind of lift your mood a little bit more. I'd say consult a nutritionist in order to find out sort of what sort of food sources will help. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of... What kind of foods are we, are we looking at? I know it's quite general, but what kind of foods are we looking at to lift the dopamine levels? Um, I was 
the food sources that I had, you would be surprised. Something like uh, chocolate's actually quite a good one. People are going to be happy so, to hear that. Yeah, yeah. quite a good, <laughs> quite a good mood lifter. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But within moderation. Within moderation, especially if you're trying to focus on your fitness. Right, right. And yeah. also something that I saw on your on your blog as well, music. Yes. So how can music lift dopamine? So, I mean, music, if you think about when you put a tune on, like for me, I think very closely about my playlists at work and um, the mood that I'm trying to set thinking about sort of creating uh, a motivational aspect you're working in your workout to the beats of the music mm. so you kind of want to have a tune or a playlist that's going to create a beat create a buzz and uplift people and keep them moving keep them pumped so i'd say that in that aspect the the music aspect that you just put on a tune that you love or maybe even one that kind of um has sentimental value or brings you back to something that was very positive in your life is something that generates a tangible response in your body. You actually feel that your body is having a physical reaction to listening to a specific tune. Mm. So that's going to hack into your the way your hormones receive information, the receptors that work at, that are at play in your body. And they're listening to these beats and they're kind of like, I imagine that going to a class and there's no music on and I'm trying to push myself and, and I'm thinking, okay, I need something, something to push me. Mm. And that um, that response is going to be triggered by by a good beat. It's interesting you say receptors as well, because mm. a lot of time, you know, we are responding to what we listen to. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are kind of like our body is massively receptive to so many external sources. And I think more people, some people more than others even. So there's people who kind of call themselves natural sponges. Mm. You are so receptive to um, different emotions, different environments, different energies. So depending on the type of person you are, um, you can be much more receptive to different things. So that's also about learning about how you work with your environment yeah. and what your personality traits are. That's mm. a massive one, a personality trait in conjunction with your sort of hormones and your energy fields, you know, whether you believe in... Um, sort of uh, what's the word like I don't know when there's a full moon right, and people right. are like it's a full moon so that's why I'm acting a bit crazy some yeah. people will be like that's ridiculous Yeah. other yeah. people will be like me too Yeah. so it kind of depends on how your how your body is wired uh -huh. and how you respond to these different factors yeah. can, can you build habits to get used to certain hormones I'd say that's really important yeah I'd say um, whether it's getting used to or understanding how you how your body and your hormonal balance responds. You're going to know basically at certain periods or certain situations if you've been in that environment before, you generally start to see a pattern emerge. I think it's important to work on yourself and start to understand patterns in how you respond, how your body responds to certain things. For example, toxic environments. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to note what's toxic or what you find doesn't work for your body. Maybe it triggers something in you and start to see a pattern emerging so that you can you can find responses to those toxic traits to make yourself feel happier in that environment or or create boundaries. You know, there's there's very it's 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 an educational piece on yourself. Mm. I find that you need to educate yourself and understand yourself in these circumstances mm. um, to make it a healthier environment. Yeah, very interesting. Um, we spoke about dopamine. What about mm. serotonin? 
serotonin. Mm. Serotonin is your, uh, it's kind of like your mood regulator. Mm -hmm. So you know how like, again, especially in lockdown, you go through like crazy ups and downs. So you're like, your mood can be one minute or even extremes from one minute to the other. You're high and then you're low. Having those extremes is very unsettling. You you don't really know where you stand a mm. lot of the time. So mm. you kind of want to, I'd say, find a way of um, leveling out. Yeah. It's important to um, find a, a way of, of going about your day where you're not going through ups and downs so much. Um, whether that's different things that you do throughout your day or how you approach things, your perspective. Um, but I'd say having an understanding of what makes you up and down what what creates that high and that low mm -hmm. um is, is is really important are there well. any foods for that foods i'm 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 i'd say things that have sort of vitamin d because vitamin d is an important one mm. because uh what was i going to say sunlight is an important factor as well so mm. you want to i mean ironically we're in an environment where um there's plenty of sunlight but many of us have vitamin d deficiencies yeah so it's kind of understanding little things like that as well can you supplement that in some way mm. can you eat specific foods that supplement it or can you be in outside more mm. i mean i even find that throughout my day i'm indoors a lot might like many of us with work um and how is it that i would have a, a vitamin d deficiency personally so it's sort of understanding these little things that you can do throughout the day mm. also the optimal times to be outside or yeah. to eat specific foods um, and and sort of build up and boost your your body mm -hmm. from that from that regard as well because mm, we have a lot of listeners in the US and the UK probably going we don't have any sun <laughs> they'd be right I'd say the UK I'm, I mean the US it depends where you are it's a big place um, but the the UK um, there's a lot of cloud there's a lot yeah. of cloud yeah. um, so I'd say your supplements are a great call. Yeah. Um, also being outside when there is some visible sunshine between, I believe, the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Yep. are the best times to uh, absorb your vitamin D. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that during, what, what month are we? No, we're now throughout the year, but in January, yeah. I know that a lot of people have their uh, their mood lighting and things right. like that right. um, to sort of build those, those yeah. hormone levels up. That's interesting. Right. I'm going to come back with two more after the break because I'm enjoying this too much. We're going to talk about oxytocin and endorphins as well. But stay tuned, folks. And remember, keep your questions coming in. I promise I'll get Sarah to answer them on the final segment. On the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Paduri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Thank you very much for spending your afternoon with us today on Pulse 95 Radio, on the Halftime Show in the Heart of Sharjah. Zara Zakzuk is in the building. We're talking all sorts of good stuff today. We were talking about breathing. We were talking about patterns. We were talking about hormones. And it got so good that actually, you know, we need to come back to the hormones because we spoke about dopamine, serotonin. And now, Sarah, what I want to ask you about is oxytocin. Now, firstly, what is oxytocin responsible for hormone-wise and how do we stay connected with it? Oxytocin is uh, referred to as your cuddle hormone. Mm. So basically related to intimacy, um, social bonds, 
Uh, it's it's the kind of the hormone you get a boost of when you're around good people, around in social circles. Mm. You know, when you kind of say like um, you just you're attracting good energy. You're around good people, yeah, and you actually feel something from that. Not yeah. just like I'm hanging out with people I don't really, you know, I'm indifferent. It's when you actually hang around with someone and uh, maybe even get a hug out of it, you know, and you feel like a response. Your body responds to that, mm-hmm. and so it's an important hormone for generating social ties for feeling closeness connectedness attachment um and it's something well i personally think is reduced in a big way in a situation like a pandemic Mm. where or isolation let's say yeah um depending on your situation of course because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are isolated or even um you know if they've had covid they're they're literally on their own so you're lacking a massive sort of normal hormone boost that you would maybe normally get if you're around your family around your partner uh, around friends and and it's, it's going to be a big gap mm. in how you feel can we keep that hormone balance up through technology seeing that it's vibes and energy <laughs> she's looking oh, at me like it's <laughs> a good question <laughs> i i mean so let's just think so when you um say for example you're on instagram and you you post a picture and you get I don't know, a lot of likes, let's mm-hmm. just say. I'm not going to put a number on it. Yeah. I think, yes, you get a boost, right? Yeah. So there's a natural boost and you kind of feel that like, ooh, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. But then the flip side is that you post a picture, you think, wow, that's that's a really cool picture. I'm going to get loads of likes. Yeah. And you get like one <laughs> like after five minutes. You're like, yeah. <laughs> is my phone broken? You know, something, you know, you're looking around. <laughs> yeah. And there's a natural dip. You're yeah. sort of like, why don't people like me? You know, or, you know, it right. depends on the person. Some people don't care. Some people do. Um, and I, I honestly think that from my perspective, no, you can't get a natural mm. um, sort of um, buzz from social media. You get, I personally think it's more of a, uh, what's the word? Uh, it's a technology. It's a, not fake, but it's it's not the same. Right, right. I, I can see that. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. When, I, when we were doing, when we were on lockdown, mm. Um, last year and it forced us to use things like Zoom and meetings Mm. and all those kind of things to speak to people outside Um, sometimes after being indoors obviously and not being able to see people touch, hug etc it it then caused me to personally reach out to people I haven't spoken to for a while Mm -hmm. the the kick wasn't the same hormone wise it wasn't the same but what what I meant was could you still get that feeling of excitement, good energy from let's say a zoom call or a zoom meeting if we're talking like zoom i think i went straight to social media which personally i think is very different from because it can be quite disconnecting yeah um zoom is amazing i mean as much as people who are on zoom every day for meetings they're you know they're like okay i'm tired of zoom but i think it was phenomenal to have within the first few weeks because mm-hmm. it connected us all like my family's spread out all over the world yeah i got to talk to them see them face to face yes i got a natural boost i see my um my two nieces young nieces on zoom chats every now and then nice. and i get li- literally a, a burst of energy yes so yes on that side i think 100 percent you can still you can still get that energy boost you can still feel that hormone rush because you have a certain level of connectedness to those people that you know your family your friends people you love people you miss uh, people you want in your life maybe you can't but you have them there to a certain degree mm. so yeah nice. definitely very nice last one endorphins mm. now we spoke about exercise earlier how that could help and laughter but how do we again manage the, our endorphins 
I mean, so I when you do a when you do like a good hit session, mm-hmm. um, you feel that that rush. It's like a, a natural high. Mm-hmm. They, they say mm-hmm. as well. So your natural high kicks in, and I think it depends what creates that for different people is, is obviously a different thing yeah um, I always go to fitness because that's my go-to I'm in fitness I love fitness I uh, um, that's where I get my energy ironically I could be completely drained one day last night for example after a long shift I was like I pushed myself to go and do a workout mm. and one of my clients she saw me she's a friend as well she's like why are you doing work I go to bed and mm-hmm. I was like no no this is for me this is gonna make me feel much better and it did you know my endorphins were pumping yeah um, it's the movement it's the blood pumping it's the sort of you think about your your heavy breathing the way you have to move your body your cells are getting all this energy this natural boost and and it flushes through your system and you feel that's how you feel like you you got a bit of a glow about you Mm -hmm. you know uh on the flip side though you could equally get just as much of a rush out of a really deep belly laugh you're having like a giggle with someone Mm -hmm. and you get to the point sometimes this happens in class sometimes where I'm quite close with some of my clients and they'll do something funny or laugh. And I once I start laughing, I can't look at them because I'm just going to cry with laughter. And that, for me, it gives me a really good buzz. So mm. it depends. Like, it can be very different things, but you'll know because your body will naturally respond to it and feel high, feel uh, receptive yeah. again to, to, to that response. Awesome. We, we've got a couple of questions here. Uh, Hassan and uh, Masoud were asking, uh, how do you reset using the five domino system? Uh, and the five dominoes are... Mental, which is mindset, physical, training, nutrition, gut health, resetting your environment and recovery. Mm -hmm. So how do you reset personally? I mean, this is another thing that I've been working on um, in more detail because I probably wasn't resetting very well. And I was sort of um, just going about my day a very busy day I love my job but sometimes you get consumed with it so I was Mm -hmm. like okay take a step back and start thinking about how you're going to reset yeah so environmentally that's a big one for me Um, I go I love the outdoors so I will go with friends to the beach go on a hike if I can Um, I love water sports so doing something where I'm literally um, stripped of uh, just my daily uh, what's the word my daily environment, my daily uh, external mm-hmm. stresses. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of nutrition, for example, again, I wasn't really finding time to cook. So I went on a meal plan, healthy meal plan, which I am loving because it's giving me good food. Uh, it's it's based on my macros, so it's really customized to me. Yeah. And it's making me feel a lot better throughout my day. Nice. Um, mental health. Um, Oh, that's a big one. The minefield. I Mm. think people forget sometimes that um, a lot of things can affect their mental health without them realizing. Mm -hmm. And again, for me, that's affected by all of these different factors. So get outside sometimes because I know that that makes me, that gives me that boost that I need. Mm. See the people I love uh, if I can. Uh, because I know that that gives me the hormone rush, that gives me the the energy that I that I need, um, and equally I should be giving them the energy. It shouldn't yeah. just be like a one sided thing. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. um, what else do we say? Physical, physical, fitness. mental, fitness. Yeah. Resetting your environment and recovery. Recovery. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, I'm on a sort of training. I've got specific goals all of a sudden that I mm. want to achieve fitness wise. So, mm. um, building endurance, strength, performance, aesthetic. It's all a mix. Uh, and the nutrition comes into that as well. So the the physical aspect for me and my daily job as a Pilates trainer is very physical. So it's demanding on the body. And as much as I get into a routine and I don't like to break the routine, I like to, to know that I'm hitting those goals. Mm-hmm. But resetting as well, I'm like, okay, one day a week, 
you're not training or do something very chill nice and go and do all those things that make you feel good like mm. do those things even the most basic of things that just make you feel sort of at peace at ease um, and don't make you think too much mm, nice yeah. Megan says I'd say the boost on socials is more of a synthetic vibe but in there person is organic the frequency uh, are tangible which explains why the boost we get over technology doesn't last as long as it does as deep Ooh. very nice synthetic that's that's a very good word I was looking yeah. at something like yeah yeah brilliant well Megan listen you, you definitely have a space on the show yeah, anytime right. you want to <laughs> co-host um, right okay we'll take a short break and we'll be right back with the final segment it's almost full-time on the halftime show but keep those questions coming in see you in a bit folks this is the halftime show with omar aduri oh he loves to fire that what's a goal this is the halftime show with omar aduri on pulse 95 nice strike oh better than nice It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Alduri. Trying to get used to <laughs> social media. TikTok comments. TikTok comments. Shout out to Amal as well and Lara. And I have to give a special shout out to 51 Gym as well, man. Ooh. What a what an awesome team. Love that group. Shout out to Coach Mike as well, my boy from day one. Um, uh, don't worry, Spicy. I'm, I'm still with you on the Instagram live. And thank you for everyone. We had a couple of people that wanted some shout outs. There, there's Kuwait. There's Uganda. There's Saudi. There's Philippines. Did I miss anyone? Oh, there was someone else. There was uh, one more. There was one more. I should be more receptive. Perceptive. There was a, there was a couple. So shout out to everyone who is, uh, who's tuned in. And we're almost actually reaching full time on the halftime show. Before I let you go, Sarah, I'd, I'd love to ask how can we follow you? Um, where are you at? What are you up to? Anything new coming up? Well, at the moment, uh, so on Instagram, I'm at well.red. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work at 51 Gym, as mm-hmm. you just mentioned. So yep. if you fancy a Pilates class, come along. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's up at the moment? I mean, we've got some very cool things happening at the gym. Um, I'm working also on a bit more writing. So as you know, the Tell the me aspect. about the blog. Yes. Um, so... So the blog is um, called Imprint. Now, Imprint is a word that translates in the Pilates world uh, as a particular positioning of the body in order to create more stability for your abdominals, for Mm. your core. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also kind of a word that obviously means to imprint, to create create an imprint, to create an impression. So for me, that was the name of the blog. And the blog essentially is about health, wellness, lifestyle, Mm -hmm. um, career even, things that... Mm -hmm. I feel are subjects that are interesting to create a little bit more of a a roundedness to how we approach our lives. Yeah. Just think about different aspects that you can work on, build on, uh, things that are just basic. We, we were, you know, going back to the basics, right? Things like breathing. Mm. We just talk about things that we might forget that we forget to do naturally yeah. so that's kind of the blog and it's just my release uh i love to to write it makes me feel good yeah. it makes me sort of reflect uh and that's where the blog comes from really awesome hey listen thank you so much we have reached full time 
Thank you for having me. On the halftime show. Oh, I had some fun. That, Thank that you was so awesome. Much. Thank you so much for, for being Good here. Um, we, we forgot to shout out Morocco. That was the ah, one. Yes. So shout out to Morocco and Egypt as well. Ahmed, I see you. Uh, and remember, guys, you can catch it every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 3 to 4. If you like a podcast, head over to Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Ngami. Type in the halftime show. Or if you prefer a visual, head over to the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio. We've got some wicked guests like Sarah here uh, on the show covering some important topics like gut health, mental health, physical health, and everything related with sports. Thank you very much, Sarah. Really appreciate Thank your you. time. And and we will see you soon. Coming up next, the afternoon karak with Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah. Make sure you stay tuned for that. And I will see you guys on Saturday. Peace. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.